Hi, this is David Davis, and you're watching VChat. This is VChat number 44. Uh, I'm David Davis from VMWareVideos.com. And I'm Simon Seagrave from TechHead.co. And today we're joined by special guest, Ahmad Yunus from VMware. Ahmad, thanks so much for being on. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure, thanks for having me. Uh, as David said, my name is Ahmad Yunus. I'm a senior technical marketing engineer here at VMware. So I cover the vCenter server appliance and also migrations from a Windows-based vCenter server to the appliance. Excellent. Awesome. Well, I guess one of the uh, big announcements with, uh, you know, the 6.5 release is, uh, you know, a lot of the features there are actually based around uh, vCenter itself. Uh, can you give us like an overview of what's what's new, what's hot in the uh, in the 6.5 release with uh, vCenter? Oh, wow. It, it's, uh, I would say 6.5 is probably one of the biggest releases uh, that VMware has had in quite some time. Uh, there's just so much packed into this release, especially around vCenter. Uh, the deployment model has uh, has changed now. We we have like uh, stage one, stage two. Uh, we we now have uh, native vCenter high availability. Uh, Vum is now part of the appliance, so no longer requiring a, a separate Windows server. Uh, we provide more visibility into the appliance. Um, I mean, the appliance has become the de facto uh, deployment when it comes to to vCenter. And then we have some other improvements around. Uh, you know, we also have uh, native backup, uh, file-based backup restore. We have, uh, you know, some security uh, improvements in, in regards to logging, secure boot. Uh, it's just so much to, <laughs> to cover. Yeah, yeah. Well, more than more than we've got time, probably, unfortunately. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot there. And some really good features, yeah. you know, features that we've been hanging out for for, for a number of years. And uh, like you say, with 6.5, it seems like the, the whole, uh, you know, the vCenter appliance has finally, you know, got to maturity and uh, it's got to that tipping point. Because one of, one of the things with the 6.5 launch, uh, if I'm not mistaken, was the, um, uh, you know, the, the dedicated... Um, uh, you know, C sharp client, or was it an Adobe Flex or something like that? The, you know, the, the fat client is is no more. Finally, it's uh, it's it's finally been done away with. Yeah. So in in six point five, we uh, we no longer ship the C sharp client. Uh, the the actual Flex client or web client uh, is now uh, so much improved. Uh, we we flattened out the the actual layout so it looks similar to the C sharp as well as it becomes the source of truth because we have live refresh enabled. So you don't have to worry about that little spinning wheel and go get coffee, come back, it's still <laughs> spinning. It actually it, it actually works, uh, <laughs> so I promise there. But we've also added uh, the HTML5 client as well, part of the, the appliance. It, it has a subset of features today, but as we provide more updates, we'll be adding new features, uh, basically just like the Fling. If you want to see what's coming out, go check out the HTML5 fling, and that will tell you kind of what our progression is. Yeah, I mean, in, in my lab, I've installed vSphere 6.5. Um, I haven't you know, played with every new feature. But yeah, one of the things that struck me immediately was it just seemed a lot faster, just so much more usable mm -hmm. you know, right out of the box. Um, and then also, in if I just, say, point my web browser to an ESXi host, there's no more there is the option to download the, the C-sharp <laughs> client, you know, for yeah. Windows. Um, but instead, it has a pointer to the HTML5 client, uh, which, like you said, is really cool. So it's just built into an ESXi host by default, even for basic, you know, manageability. Um, so 
tell us a little bit more about, you know, kind of the migration, because I know that's your area of expertise. What what have you seen people doing and like what's the process? Yeah, so the, the process is actually, uh, I think it's straightforward, but, uh, you know, the, the key thing to remember here is we're not only doing a migration, copying the data from the source Windows vCenter server to the appliance, but we're also doing an upgrade because we're going from uh, version 5.5 or 6.0 Windows based to a 6.5 appliance. So that's one thing to remember there. The standard upgrade rules still apply, right? Uh, as far as the the workflow, if if you're we support both embedded and external deployments. Uh, we we also support any database that's supported within the version, so either 5.5 or 6.0, and everything will come over into a V Postgres that's part of the uh, embedded uh, appliance. We uh, for the embedded deployment, if everything is on the same box, including VUM, you'll run the migration assistant directly on that uh, VM, the migration assistant basically allows you to determine if that Windows VC is capable of being migrated. So we're going to go through some pre-checks. And if everything passes, then you can continue on using the migration tool. If things fail, we'll notify you. And then you can fix them and then proceed. Uh, then we'll also uh, use the migration assistant to transfer the data from the source to the appliance. The migration tool runs on a separate routable um, box, so it can be your Mac, it could be another Windows machine, just anything that is on a routable network that can communicate with the source Windows vCenter server. Uh, and once everything is done, you'll, you'll end up with a vCenter server appliance that has the same identity as your source Windows vCenter, so UID, FQDN, IP address which is big because now any other solution that was using vCenter as an endpoint doesn't know any different. It doesn't even realize it's been migrated. Wow, that's that's nice. Cool. And I'm just wondering, uh, you know, for, for a typical migration, I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be different, right, for, for depending on the size of the, uh, you know, the database, you know, how many hosts there are, et cetera. But, you know, on a, on a, on a sort of like a, an SMB or a medium-sized sort of company, whatever that may actually be, um, how, how quick is that process to make that migration across? Is it, are we talking sort of hours or... Or, or, or minutes, or <laughs> how long's a bit of string, I guess, really, isn't it? So. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this is where I put my old uh, consultant hat back on and say it yep. depends. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, we do, We, I mean, within the tool, we don't have uh, any process that shows you the, the time. But we do provide, we have two KB articles out there that provide uh, scripts, whether you're doing, uh, you know, 5.5 or 6.0. But we'll provide you a script that you can run, and it will go against your database look at the size and give you a breakdown of how long an estimated time of how long the the migration process could take mm -hmm. okay. so so once you're doing the migration is there anything uh, i mean how does it does it do a first pass at bringing all the database records across and then does it keep it like a change log and then before it makes that final switch over bring that any changes since the uh the first initial pass kicked off does it does it apply those to the uh to the the appliance or the postgres database so it's kind of an all-in-one swoop, but the good thing is you have access to what you want to migrate. So by default, your configuration and inventory will be migrated. And one common question is, you know, if I'm using a distributed switch, will that be migrated as well? And, and the answer to that is yes, because it is part of your uh, configuration. Uh, 
we give you the option of selecting if you want to bring like your historical data so your seat data stats events tasks things like that if you want to bring all that over you can if you want to selectively choose you can uh, but you know if you think of if you want to do a clean type migration like most people uh, request uh, they stand up doing this manually then don't bring over your historical data and we'll bring over the configuration inventory and you're at a clean start but if if those things are important to you for audit purpose or whatnot, then you can bring those as well. Well, wow, that's pretty good. And is it, uh, obviously I've never done one of these migrations myself before. Is it a, like a, a, a GUI based tool? Is it, is, it, is it pretty easy? Is it like a wizard that you, you just need to step through? Yeah, so uh, the, the migration assistant looks more like a command prompt. Uh, you'll just enter in your SSO credentials and it'll, it'll run through. And then you have the migration tool, which is actually wizard driven. You just mount the ISO from the VCSA, uh, from the UI, you'll hit migration and it's all wizard driven doing stage one, deploying the appliance, stage two configures, and then brings over the uh, migration data. Wow, nice. And I mean, there's no downtime for the ESXi hosts and the virtual machines, is that true? Yeah, there's zero downtime uh, for that. Uh, we do. At some point, we do shut down. After we've copied over the data, we will shut down the source Windows vCenter server. Uh, that only affects you know, the, the administrator, right? But as far as the hosts and the VMs, everything is still continuously running. Cool, cool. And do you foresee one day when vCenter for Windows is no longer? <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting that, uh, that question. It's, it's the million-dollar question, right? <laughs> I. The way I would answer that is, uh, I, I think you see VMware's direction, and uh, you know the writing is kind of on the wall. Yeah. Uh, but uh, all the new features now are going towards the appliance. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, so, what about you know some other things that are new in in vSphere 6.5? I know you mentioned like Secure Boot. Like, what is Secure Boot? So it's basically using uh, UEFI. And uh, you know we're using uh, digital signatures to validate. So before it was like a Microsoft signature, but now you'll have a, also a VMware signature. And we're going to validate, like on the hosts, we're going to validate that the VIBs that are installed are actually valid VIBs. Uh, if they're not, then we'll uh, basically go into uh, a purple screen, let you know that, hey, this VIB isn't uh, officially signed. Uh, and you have to kind of uh, mitigate that. So it's it's just a, a way to to ensure that whatever um, you know VIBs or in the case of VMs uh, drivers are officially signed and and supported. Got it. Got it. I saw some people talking about uh, like encrypted virtual machines. Um, so I know there's a lot of new security you know enhancements um, happening. Um, yeah, I mean, Mike Foley the... is your guy for all that. <laughs> right. Yeah, but what, what, one of the features uh, that, that stood out for me was the uh, native high availability. Is that something you get involved with, or is that in your domain at all? Uh, for vCenter, yeah, yeah. So we we now have uh, native high availability uh, for vCenter. So vCenter HA mm. for the first time in vCenter history. I'm I'm sure you guys. I mean, you guys have been using the product for a very long time. So you remember when vCenter didn't have any of this stuff and it's probably been an ask for a long time yeah very much so uh, yeah so basically we have a uh, and it's an active passive type model in this uh, in this release so what we do is we'll 
clone the active vCenter to a uh, basically a secondary standby vCenter passive node, and it will also clone it again and have a witness node for split brain. All oh, right, nice. nice. Wow, yeah. that's awesome to, for that to be built in. I mean, I remember doing a lab at VMworld many years ago on the vCenter HA product that like VMware bought and oh, stuff. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, long time ago. So yeah, that's awesome that that's built in. Um, and then I saw native backup and restore is also built into vCenter. Yeah, so today we, uh, as part of the, the workflow, if you go into the VAMI using port 5480, you'll see under the summary tab, you'll see a backup button. Again, it's wizard driven. We don't require any type of plugin. You can actually do it while the VCSA is running. So you don't have to quiesce or shut it down or anything like that. You'll go through the workflow. We support uh, a few protocols. So HTTP, HTTPS, FTP, FTPS, and SCP as your destination. Uh, once you've backed, uh, backed up your VCSA, you also have the option to encrypt that backup using AES-256. Mm-hmm. Just keep in mind when you do that, uh, you'll, you'll be prompted for a password. You have to hold that password like really tight <laughs> because it's required for a restore. And if you forget it or lose it, well, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, that's all she wrote. But uh, the restore option is even easier because we just use the ISO from the VCSA. You'll mount that, hit restore, point to the protocol, and now you can just go through the wizard and you're back up and running from that uh, that backup. Nice. Very nice. Nice. Yeah. So, um, I mean, the other thing that, that I noticed is, uh, and you mentioned, is, is VUM. So traditionally, to, if you wanted to use, um, I know it's called, not called vSphere Update Manager anymore, it's called VMware Update Manager. Uh, if you want to use VUM, you had to have a Windows box to run that. Yeah, so that's now right. that's not, no longer needed? Yeah, so it's, it's part of the appliance natively out of the box. So new deployments, it's there running as a service. If you're doing a migration, uh, again, we'll, uh, we'll migrate it over. If it's on an external box, you'll just run the migration assistant there, and then uh, it will be part of the, the workflow. And we'll also bring it over during an update as well. So again, just use the migration assistant, and we'll be able to, during an update, bring it in. If it's something that you don't want to migrate or upgrade, just unregister it from vCenter. And uh, when, when you bring up the appliance, we'll have that service already there, and you can start fresh if you want. Right, nice. Okay. No, that's nice. I mean, I really like how VMware has gone to this appliance model for everything. I mean, that's just so much nicer, so much nicer. I mean, especially from a management point of view. I know, uh, I mean, gone are the days now because, I mean, I, I work for Dell EMC, but back in the EMC days, we always had Macs. So, you know, my, 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 my machine of choice then, well, the machine I was given was, was a Mac. And the, the problem is, you know, connecting to vCenter or anything was always something of a limited experience. And, you know, the same would have been for the Linux users out there as well. But, uh, you know, the great thing is the, the uh, OS X and Linux users out there are now, now well and truly catered for with, the, with vCenter. So speaking of, like, Macs, one cool thing about the appliance is now with the, uh, the 6.5 release, you can deploy from your Mac, from your Linux machine or Windows machine. We, we actually will allow you to support uh, those platforms. And we're browser agnostic when it comes to the VCSA installer. Wow, nice. That's, that's really good. So, 
no more SIP, no more the the client integration plugin that you had oh, to use. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be music to uh, many people's ears out there. <laughs> yep. Very much yeah, so. that's awesome. So, so some great new features here, you know, with six five. So, about, you know, out of all of these, or maybe even you know one we haven't covered, what's 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 would you say? Have you got a favorite, or what would be the main feature that really stands out for you that or that you like the most? <laughs> Uh, for, for me, it's kind of hard to just narrow it down to one. I'm, I mean, again, I, I cover the appliance. I'm a big fan. I was a fan when I was, you know, external from VMware uh, looking in. So to, to me, it's all the, the improvements that have come along within the appliance. I mean, if you look at the, the history of the appliance, it started out kind of as this special project yeah. Right. And uh, you can use it in your home lab if you wanted to. And in 6.0, it became this, hey, we now have scale parity to its Windows counterpart. And now in 6.5, we're looking at it from a, hey, it's it should be your default mm. deployment. And they've put a lot of uh, time and investment uh, and effort into the appliance. And um, it's uh, it's only going to get better. Yeah. Yeah, so many improvements along the appliance, and I mean, I don't, we don't have to, we don't have time really to go into all the features today. But I've, I'm impressed how VMware continues to improve on features that have been around for a long time. Like, there's a ton of improvements on HA and DRS still. You know, I would think, like, I start to assume, like, well, those are, those are done. Like, yeah, yeah, they, they do work. everything we need. No, yeah, they work. We, what else <laughs> do we need? Yeah, and then they come out with more, you know, like DRS aware network or HA um, network. Um, so you have like network, yeah, network DRS. You have like uh, proactive HA, yeah, uh, orchestrated restarts. Uh, it's just, uh, yeah, there's just so many improvements. Uh, you know, um, admission control now has kind of its own little menu off to the side where it used to be part of vSphere HA, things like that. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So kudos to VMware um, for so many, you know, massive improvements in six five. Yeah, definitely. It's getting it's getting tougher to keep track of it. Or I don't know how you guys find it. I mean, like, like Marty, you said there, you know, you've got your area of speciality, but gone are the days when you used to be able to sort of. Uh, I mean, it's the same as IT, right? Where you used to be an, be an IT guy, you used to do networking, servers, storage, the whole thing, desktops. But I mean, the, the, the same with the, the VMware portfolio of products, or even even more core to that, the actual vSphere portfolio of products. You know, quite often you do need to sort of specialize in a, in a particular area. I mean, you, you can still spread yourself thinly enough to, to, to keep up with the play uh, in all areas. But I, I think it's got to the point now where the amount of features and the complexity of it that you do need to sort of, I don't know, choose, choose the areas in which you uh, are going to delve perhaps a little bit deep, deeper. Yeah, and we have, you know, uh, other TMMs within the team. So I work with people like uh, Mike Foley, uh, who, of course, is our security expert. you got uh, Kyle Ruddy, who deals with our... API, CLIs, uh, things like that. Uh, we also have uh, Adam Eckerly, who's my counterpart in, uh, in vCenter as well. Uh, we have Eric Gray, who deals with uh, the you know, life cycle. And uh, you know, so yeah, we all kind of specialize in, in our area within, uh, within vSphere. If people want to learn more about 6.5 or you know, the migration and things like that, what do you recommend? Are there, are there hands-on labs or what kind of tools can they learn with? Uh, sure. So definitely we have the hands-on labs. Uh, those are free. 
Uh, we also have product walkthroughs. I don't know if you've guys seen the, the product walkthroughs, but they're basically step-by-step, -step, but also click-by-click. -click, so you get to hover your mouse and move over and click through the, the process. So that's a, another way to do it. Uh, we do have uh, blog posts, uh, videos. We have a few uh, YouTube videos out there with the, the light boards now that uh, we each produced. So definitely a, an abundant uh, amount of uh, content out there. Awesome. Fantastic. Awesome. And, and what about yourself? Do you, uh, are you on Twitter or any social media? Have you got a blog so you can, uh, we can, we can pin? <laughs> sure. So on Twitter, it's uh, just at Ahmad underscore Yunus. And then my blog is uh, AhmadYunus.com. Fantastic. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for being on the VChat today, Ahmad. It's been awesome. Sure. Thanks yeah, for having me. Thank you very Appreciate much. It. I've learned a lot, and uh, I must admit, I've put my hand up. I, ha I haven't done the upgrade up to 6.5 yet, so uh, I've yet to do that in my lab. I haven't had time, so uh, it's definitely pretty high on my uh, to-do list, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, well, I once you get it done, I'll uh, I'll send you a, a cool uh, Migrate to uh, VCSA t-shirt. Oh, How about that? There we go. There's the incentive. <laughs> I'll start on it tonight. <laughs> what about those Yoda t-shirts? Didn't you have some Yoda t-shirts? Well, uh, so we're not calling it Yoda, right? We call oh, it that's a, right. It's not Yoda. a Gribble, but uh, I think I may hold on one second. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's so much stuff there, David, that I want to uh, try out. <laughs> I've definitely got to get my lab working. Oh, oh there we are. go. That is awesome. Nice. Migrate to VCSA, you should. I like it. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Oh heck yeah. yeah! If I can get my hands on one of those T-shirts, I'll uh, I'll definitely be uh, getting that upgrade done. <laughs> <laughs> I got you covered. I got oh, you covered. Appreciate that. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks, Ahmad. Thank thanks, you. Simon. Thanks, guys. This has been great. All right. See you again soon. See you on the next week chat. Bye bye. Bye bye.